Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with the amazing and wonderful Melissa Quito. But before I introduce her, uh, I would like to just kind of introduce the topic today. We're going to talk about connecting with your angels. And I know I've made several invitations to you to get to know your intuitive gifts, your skills, your superpowers, if you will. Um, and so how do angels and superpowers go together? Your angels will connect with you through whatever your strongest channel is, which is why it's important to understand what your giftedness is so that you can pay attention to the places where they may be reaching out to you. If you would like to get to know a little bit more about your giftedness, you are cordially invited to take my free quiz, superpowerquiz.us. Again, superpowerquiz dot us and so today's guest melissa kita yeah sorry about that melissa kito <laughs> is a spiritual coach a workshop facilitator certified in the through the Wayshowers college with over 30 years experience in the field of spiritual growth and development melissa teaches practical tools for you to develop your intuition connect with your guides and live your unique unique life purpose. I think my tongue is broken today. <laughs> She's the author and creator of how, the How to Communicate with Your Angels online course and the Life Purpose Mastery online course. You can learn more about Melissa on her website and through her YouTube channel, both of which will be found on SovereignSelf.media along with her free gift, but we'll get to that later. So welcome, Melissa. I'm so happy to have you here with us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Excellent. So tell me, did you start all tuned in and dialed into angels or have, did you kind of shut it off for a while? Because we're sort of trained to shut it off, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think part of my um, life purpose was definitely to teach this because I was lucky enough to be exposed to spiritual ideas from a pretty young age. So when I was 12, my mother was really intensely on a spiritual search, right? And this is back in the 90s. So there was no internet. There was no YouTube. You know, it was like <laughs> she was reading a ton of books. And yes. yeah. And so long story short, after, you know, searching and reading for quite some time, she found something that was working for her. So she said, hey, Melissa, the oldest of her three daughters, um, <laughs> would you like to learn about your intuition and your angels? And I said, what are you talking about? What? You know, Mom, and, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but I was curious enough to go along with it. So I had a, a session, a lady came to our house and she showed me that day how to, you know, ask my angels a question and get an answer. And I didn't even really still understand this. I didn't know if I believed in it, but I had an experience that day that I realized I would now describe as a spiritual awakening. I mm. wouldn't have said those words when I was 12, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had this experience or this sort of vision realizing that we live in two worlds at one time. 
that we live in the physical world, the material world. You know, I could still see the table and chairs in front of me, but I could also feel like I tapped into the spiritual world and that it was just as real as the, you know, the room, the material things in front of me. Yeah. You know, I, when I was quite young, I want to say I was probably five or six and I was really sick at that moment. And I can remember rolling over in bed and looking at the wall and suddenly realizing it wasn't like flat and dense and not impenetrable and that it actually had like this infinite depth within it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was one of those, it's like, wow, that is really wild. <laughs> yeah. So that experience kind of just set me on the search. And again, I'm grateful for my mother and, you know, being a part of that, we would go to workshops and groups and things. And slowly I learned, you know, how to tap into my inner guidance and, Mm. um, you know, later on got some training that I can, could share with others on really specific tools to tap into guidance. So I was lucky enough to have this ability from a young age and be able to develop it. Yeah, and, then and I have got... support in nurturing it, which I think is fabulous. Yeah. So before we move farther into your story, I'd like to rewind a little bit. And I'd like to ask you, what was that first uh, method you were taught to ask a question and receive an answer? Yeah, that's actually not something I share publicly because it's really important to for a person to be kind of mentored in that process. Mm. But what I can share about it is that it's basically a method that's very tangible and direct. And it's what I share with people now still after all this time to be able to, you know, ask a question and get confirmation of things. And it's not the only way to communicate with angels, right? A lot of times we're getting hunches and impressions all the time. And I wasn't in touch with that for quite some time after. It was only after a few years that I started to recognize, oh, you know, I'm getting this word popping in my mind or I'm getting pictures and visions. All these things are happening all the time. It's just most people don't know how to, you know, kind of acknowledge it sort of a thing. Well, and it's sometimes hard to know what the significance of it is, right? Is this just my busy brain being weird? Yeah. Or does this actually mean something? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you tell the difference? What's the how's <laughs> that? How's, like the most how's, that, that, ex- that, how's that experience for you? Because I know we all kind of have our little signs and and things that tell us, yes, this this is divinely inspired. This is from a guide or an angel. Yeah, it's one of those things that does take some experience because most people are more in their head, right? That's how we're raised, and you know, when you might have felt things when you're a child, you, everybody has had spiritual mystical experiences, I believe. But oh, yeah. we get told by the people around us, especially with little kids, like, oh, no, you just made that up. It's just your imagination. Mm-hmm. It's not your, real. Your invisible friend. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you start to learn, okay, that's not real. And you push it aside or you deny it or you suppress it. It's always really there. It's just we need to learn to reawaken what's already there inside. Right. Yeah. Um, so to start to make that distinction, it's, it's really important. I think for people to get in touch with their own intuition, to start to realize that you are energy, you are sensitive to energy all the time. You are discerning through feelings and experiences and learn to make the distinction between feelings and thoughts. Yes. Okay? There's nothing wrong with thoughts, but most people are way out of balance, right? They're overthinking, they're over analyzing. Yeah. And they've lost touch with the power 
of their intuition yeah, because their well, angels can yeah. And and feelings are like verboten. I mean, it's like, yeah. what? If your feelings anything other than happy and joyous, it's like, no, we just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. 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 And so they're our messengers. angels communicate with us through our intuition, not through yeah. our brain. Aha. So you have to be in touch with that part of you to begin to receive it. Excellent. So now that I've taken us back we can return to where we were <laughs> so you you'd had some time and some training and you'd started to come into your intuition yeah yeah so what was the next yeah so step? I got to this I was a school teacher I actually uh, I grew up in New Zealand I moved to the UK for a while so um but I came to this point in about my mid-20s. And, you know, by that time, I'd been doing this stuff for about 13 years, which is yeah. not the experience of most people at that young age, you know. Yeah, most of them, it's like, I oh, i finally running into it at that age. Exactly, <laughs> or even later for a lot of yes. people. Yes, oh, so. well, that would be me. I'm, I was a very <laughs> normal, late bloomer. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I got to this time where I was like, wow, I this has been like a really key foundation in my life, even up to that point, right? The decision to move to the other side of the world and go teaching in London by myself, like that was guided by my angels. It helped me to be in the right place at the right time to be out of my comfort zone. And I started to realize that most people had no clue how to get in touch with that guidance. And I knew how helpful it had been in my life. So I kind of came to this point where I was like, I I think it's my mission, you know, to share these tools with as many people as possible who sincerely want to learn this, because I think it can be much more simple and much more practical than people realize. Indeed. So yeah. was there a particular moment where it was like, holy shit, no one else is doing this? <laughs> You know, I think a significant thing was that the founder of the organization, which is now called The Way Showers College, um, Francisco Cole, he passed away in 99. And there was, just with any organization where there's kind of that founder, that mentor, when he, he passed away suddenly and unexpectedly, people were like, oh, what do we do now? You know, and his, that was never his intention was to be a guru. He, was, he didn't really want to be famous. Yeah. Probably most people have never heard of him as a result. You know, he was well, all and, about. And the know, best gurus are the ones yes. that don't realize they are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But people were used to having him there. So like, oh, it, was, it was questionable for a while if the organization was going to continue. And yes. I kind of was like, oh, no, no, I can't let that happen. You know, I, I, I can't save the whole organization, but I can do my part is that to really share, you know, these, these tools. Um, and I think, you know, I used to be in the spiritual closet, I call it, you know, so oh, when, when God, I was I teaching. Was so deep in the spiritual yeah. closet. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. I maybe would tell my boyfriend that was about it. None of my friends knew, none of the people I worked with knew that I was into this stuff. And I really was, you know, just encouraged by um, a friend to say, hey, why don't you like share what you know? Like, this is really, really good and important. And so it was a journey of, you know, finding my voice and finding my confidence. And, um, but yeah, so I, I like to just keep it real, keep it simple um, and share my experience so that people can learn how they can use it in their life. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I grew up in a Christian background, right? You know, and so angels are a thing, but 
what I was told when I was growing up was like, well, you probably have a guardian angel, but you it's this isn't someone that you talk to or do anything mm -hmm. with. And as a matter of fact, all the miracles happened in the Old Testament. And so anything that is outside of like this normal that we've trained you into uh, is of the devil, which is part of the reason I shut down my my gifts. So if you've got somebody who's in that um, situation, how do you recommend they start learning to get engaged and communicate and tap into their intuition? Yeah. You know, I, I did not have a religious upbringing, but I've ha certainly had a lot of clients who had, and it can be challenging to overcome that fear of oh, yeah. doing something wrong. This is of the devil, whatever, because it becomes very ingrained, you know, mm -hmm. but the first thing is to realize that that was, it's just a concept. That's something that somebody else taught you. So this is like finding your own truth, finding your own feelings. You know, I, I talk all the time about talking to angels, but the, at the end of the day, it's more important to trust yourself than your angels, right? Your angels right. are not there to tell you what to do. They're there to support you and to guide you. So I think a good step for somebody that has had that, you know, past experience is to just really tune in to how it feels. Like you can even just ask your angels to come close to you. If you say that, if you have that intention, they will. And it always feels positive. It always feels comforting. And so if you can, you know, trust that inner feeling first and foremost, rather than everything else out there, right? That's going to give you that foundation to, to come from. Yeah. Another really good thing that people can pay attention to is when they feel chills or goosebumps. And that's a sign that your angels are connecting with you because they have a high vibration of energy all the time. So you'll kind of feel that physically um, when they're connecting with you, when they're reassuring you, you know, it's always going to be a positive loving presence. Yeah. If you're feeling something else, that's not your angels. Yeah, I, I will get goosebumps from time to time. But the thing that I've noticed is when I'm really connected and dialed in and in close contact, I get hot. It's almost mm. like hot flashes. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They, they're very, very warm when they, they, when they come in for me. Um, my, my train of thought just left the station. <laughs> yeah, the other thing I would add to that is that our angels are always solution-oriented. You yes. know, they're never going to be pushy or demanding. They're going to give you suggestions but not tell you what to do. Yes. So it's important, you know, in my course, I teach people those foundational, you know, kind of ways that our angels work with us because people do have a lot of misunderstandings about it from religion. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the other thing that I noticed that was a really big shift that I eventually had to make was from an outer orientation to an inner orientation. Yes. Because I was raised very much that the answers are out there. You can find out what you need to know out there if you connect with the right person or information or book or whatever. You can get what you need, but it's always out there. And I've come to learn that it's not out there, especially the stuff around decisions and what's best for me. It's, yes. it's from the inside. Absolutely. You know, that's, I would say is my mission is to help people trust their inner guidance, you know, and our angels contribute to that. 
but our answers are inside of us. You are unique, right? Nobody came to do what you came to do. You have a unique path and purpose. So it's like people are so used to looking for the right answer or what's the right choice. If I make the wrong choice, I will have you know, made a mistake. It's mm. like, there's really no such thing. It's like, you need to choose what is most in alignment for you and what feels good for you. Yeah. And that's hard when you're not used to it. It, it is super hard. And you always want to kind of like, look at the next guy and kind of cheat off of his homework yeah but <laughs> he's in a whole different grade <laughs> taking mm-hmm. a whole different course than you are you know exactly absolutely yeah. absolutely so how how does a person start releasing that habitual expectation that the answers are outside of you and not inside of you mm-hmm yeah well i mean first of all it's just starting to to practice right any change starts with changing the belief and then integrating it with my feelings so i would you know help people learn how to receive messages from their guidance or to just take some quiet time to listen we have four spiritual gifts right intuition vision prophecy and feeling and through intuition you might hear a word through feeling, you might get a, a gut feeling, vision, it's going to be more pictures, images, and prophecy is an inner knowing. Mm. And start paying attention to that inner guidance that's always with you. What are the hunches? What are the first impressions that you're getting? And again, it's like learning to follow the energy of trusting your feelings and impressions and you know, releasing the habit of talking yourself out of that so quickly. Yes, I love that. Well, we are up on our first break already, if you can believe it. Um, If you're out there listening to this conversation right now, I would love for you to take your pen and take your paper and spend a little time around how has, how have angels touched your life? Have you had a classic guardian angel experience where you should have died, but you didn't? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or do you get thoughts or words or knowings or sensations or gut feelings from time to time? And what circumstances did those arrive under? Because this is valuable in building up your set of communication tools so take a few minutes to uh, start working on your toolbox or build your toolbox further if you already have one and hang with us we'll be right back from the break this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired hey beautiful soul sophia renea morales here I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Inner Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. 
We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am again still here with Melissa Keto, and we are discussing angels and communicating with our angels. And we talked about before the break how we shifted from an exterior orientation to more of an interior orientation. (laughs) Um, So how do we begin to start to trust our inner guidance and this relationship with our angels? Yeah, it's such a good question. Um, Because I know for a lot of people that I work with, they learn the tools, they start practicing, but then it's like down the line and they're still not trusting it, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) One of the most common experiences I got when I was sitting in development circle, we would share, you know, what had happened in the week. And the most common story was, I, I knew I shouldn't have fill in the blank, signed the contract, gone down that road, turned left there, whatever right. it was, right? And we're like, okay, so what happened? Well, I ignored it. <laughs> yes. And I should not have. <laughs> hmm Yeah, I think you have enough of those experiences after a while. You're like, let me just practice Let's trusting. Try yeah. paying attention. Yes. I mean, I think that is kind of a stage you go through and kind of joke is like, how often do you wish you had a big shoe to kick yourself because you didn't trust that first impression, right? So people are starting to acknowledge it in the first place. And then they get to the point where like, oh, it feels more secure and more safe, more familiar to be more in my head still. So am I going to really let, you know, change my habit? And so I think that's a stage, but what I did is I said, you know what, I've had enough times. I'm kind of getting frustrated with this habit of, wow, actually I picked that up ahead of time and I didn't trust it Yeah. to say, let me just almost like fake it till you make it. And yeah. if I got a message from my angels and my own inner guidance, I said, okay, I'm just going to put 100% faith in this and see what happens. It feels like, I mean, to me, 
and maybe you can relate, it felt like jumping off a cliff. It felt so scary and unsafe at first. It's the leap of faith. It, is. Yeah, it really is. It's the leap of faith. <laughs> yeah. I, I've raised in the scientific community and two plus two equals four, replicatable, all that stuff, right, that I had to to work through after I woke up. It's like, wow, okay. And so I still kind of like to think of it as an experiment. It's like, I'm going to go with it as an experiment yes. because it allows me to step into it without a lot of expectation mm. and I don't have to commit yet, <laughs> if that makes sense, right? Yeah. If it's something new, it's like, okay, we'll just, we'll test it and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't explain it in scientific terms, but same thing really. It's like, I just said, let me just take this on, try it out and see what happens. And what would happen is I would get a message maybe that I didn't understand. It didn't make any sense. I'm like, and the old habit would have been, oh no, that's not right. Let me ignore it. Right. But I'm like, okay, I'm in this practicing. I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to just do this, even though my brain thinks this is the strangest, weirdest thing I've ever heard. And over and over again, I started to be in the right place at the right time. And I could see in hindsight why I'd gotten that message, but it wasn't immediately obvious right away. Yeah. Yeah. I had one of these uh, moments after I'd gotten to the point that they were allowing me to interface with some people about this. Um, I had a medical intuitive that I would meet with periodically and we were discussing this and that. And he says, you should meet my friend, Justin. He's on the South side at this metaphysical bookstore, blah, 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 blah. And I was in the habit at that time of waking up in the morning going, what's the most important thing I'm supposed to do? And that particular morning I got, go see Justine. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure he said his friend was a man and his name was Justin. And so I'm, I'm kind of arguing every time I said Justin, they would say Justine. And so I went down to the store and I came in and I, I talked to one of the people on duty and they're like, oh no, Justin's not in today. I'm like, well, what the heck am I doing here? And then this lady bustles through and says, I'll be with you in just a minute. <laughs> Like, oh, is that what I'm here to do? <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes you just have to let go of what your expectation is to begin the understanding. Yes. And a beautiful tip for people to keep in mind with this is to have your intention to kind of know, like, do you have a goal? For a lot of people, it might just be, I really want to align with my life purpose. What does that look like? Oh, could- God. Let's, yeah. let's- Let's go down that road (laughs) because that was one that was a bugger for me when I first woke up because I'd I'd spent 40 plus years of my life with like, yeah, you know, my purpose here is to just, you know, have a family and educate and keep my roof over my head and all this Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, And then I woke up and there was like this urgency. It was like the the biological alarm clock for women. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. only much more intense. And I had not the first clue what that purpose was. So let's talk about how we begin to identify that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's really important if you want to find your purpose to do what we were saying earlier is to start having that inner orientation to really look within. And a big shift for me and my journey has been to know that a soul moves by desire. What is it that you truly, truly want? And some people say, I don't know. And I get that. But start being on the journey of discovering not what you think you should want or not what you've been trained to do and want, but what is that sincere inner desire? When you start following that, then you'll be discovering your purpose. So, yeah. you know, I, I and, found mm-hmm. I that there wasn't like, like I, when I reached inside, I didn't find like, oh, there's this strong desire to, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. Uh, but what I did start noticing for myself was the moments that I would light up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like getting in touch with your true inner vibration, the things that you're here to express, which is not easily tangible and recognizable right it's not okay your life purpose is to be a doctor like that's what a lot of people they kind of diminish purpose into a a job description it's so much bigger than that it's like it's a mission it's something that you're here to express and to share when you're truly being your true self when you're being authentic when you're sharing with others when you're just you know in that place of oh i could do this all day long like that's a clue um yeah it's not the whole, you know, solution, but start listening to that and paying attention to that and kind of knowing that you do have, you know, a reason for being here. We're all here to learn and grow as well. Yeah, so exactly. And it's not accidental that you have what I want to say, odd, seemingly incompatible passions for things <laughs> because you are here to uniquely do something with all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And all of it is important. You know, it's not just your, your day job, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's your relationships, it's your hobbies, it's your passions. It's, you know, but sharing what's uniquely you, like you have people, every single person listening to this, you have people that you're here to reach and to touch in some way. And it doesn't have to look like being a speaker or a, you know, writing a book. It could, but Mm -hmm. it can be, you know, just those ways that you're really sharing and helping. um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I I think a lot of times we go through a lot of shit in life Mm -hmm. to not put too fine a point on it. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that happens. You're abused in childhood or you get attacked and raped when you're in college or mugged or in a car accident or some devastating disease. And we've kind of been trained to look at that and go, oh, well, I'm broken or I'm damaged or, you know, no, no one should ever know this about me. And it's this messy, quote unquote, mud that we get on ourselves mm-hmm. that tends to be a lot about why you're here. Yeah. Because we learn a lot going through those really intense experiences. Yes. Yes. You become a stronger person and you have wisdom that you can then pass on to others. Absolutely. Insight that's not available if you have not gone down that road. Yeah. I've noticed in working with my clients that the the masters, the master level ones, they've got all the t-shirts. They're all piled up in their closet. I've had the car accident. I've been attacked. I've had the bad boyfriend and the stalker Mm. and all of this kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm." because you're here to touch a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what I heard this quote. Um, couple years ago what if your 
wrongness is actually your greatest strongness. Like all the things we think are wrong with us or other people have told us is wrong with us could actually be your greatest strength. The thing that you're here to share and to mentor other people through, you know, and it's recognizing your own uniqueness too and acknowledging your positive qualities. So many people have had syndromes from their upbringing of thinking they're not good enough or, you know, putting themselves down, being critical of themselves. When you can start to learn to shift that and say, hey, I actually love myself. I like myself. I appreciate my strengths. Sure, there's things I still need to work on. You know, we all have our stuff. Um, But the more that you can actually focus on your positive qualities and the things that you do well, just keep doing more of that. Put more attention on that. I love that. Mm -hmm. So I know it's oftentimes easier to identify what you don't want. Yes. (laughs) Than what you do (laughs) want. So if there's somebody out there in the audience right now saying to themselves, well, I know I am not living my purpose. Mm-hmm. What, what steps can you take to start to move away from what you know you don't want? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so again, it's like starting with that desire. And if you don't know what you want, then it's like, okay, what are the things that are really bothering me right now? Because what often happens is that we have uh, contracts, we have certain things that we're here to do and to fulfill. And we hold ourselves back out of fear or lack. So a really common example of of people that come to me in my work is that people are in a job that they don't like. Mm -hmm. And they keep showing up every day. And it's like, why are you doing that? Because they're afraid that if they quit that job, they won't have the resources to pay their bills. That's a valid concern. But the thing is, you didn't come here just to go to that nine to five job that you hate. Like that is not, if you really realize that you are a soul, you are energy and you have a unique life purpose, that doesn't make sense, right? That's you're living the way that you were taught by the outer world, outer society, So it's not that you have to make any drastic changes right away, but start to notice, okay, what is it that's really dragging down my energy, you know, and what is the belief I'm holding on to that's keeping me in that stuck place? Why am Mm -hmm. I tolerating this? Right. Mm -hmm. For me, it was more of a relationship, right? I tolerated a bad marriage for way too long. Why did I do that? Because I was scared that I couldn't make it on my own. It's really what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, I could talk about that all day, but it's really come down <laughs> to fear, you know? Yeah. So it's starting to realize that, yes, start to believe that you can change things, that you can create. And this is why it's so valuable to have a close communication with your angels because they can help you with the timing. Mm-hmm. They can help you to know what choice is most in alignment with your unique life purpose you know, and that's different to anybody else out there because they have that bigger picture. It's like a a bird's eye view perspective on your life. One of the things that was interesting when I started this journey with my angels is they would present opportunities to me and I had to watch my mind because my mind would like draw this straight line between A and B. Yeah. (laughs) And it's almost never a straight line. And Mm -hmm. so I've come... I've come to the understanding that I need to just release the path that takes me to that ultimate destination. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I talk about a lot is like, we're trained that there's A or B. Okay. Choose this or choose that. 
Yeah. But our angels actually have like a hundred possibilities or more, you know? Oh yeah. And some of them are so wild. You could, you would <laughs> never, ever, ever have imagined. <laughs> yes. Definitely things that you could not conceive of on your own. <laughs> yeah. So it's being open to that inspiration and um, that creativity. And like you've kind of been describing some of your experiences, like you get a hunch, it pops in your mind what would happen if I just went with this and see what unfolds from it? Because a lot of times our angels will not tell us like step one, two, three, four, five, you'll get step one. And then you need to take action on step one and then they'll show you step two. Exactly. And I, <laughs> I, I discovered that fortunately early on, I know a lot of people sit under the Bodhi tree for a long time going, please tell me my purpose. So I know what mm. to go out and do. Um, but I got into that habit of that early morning, what's the most important thing I'm supposed to do today? Yeah. And it all seemed kind of silly or mundane or what would that matter, but I made a point of doing it. Mm. And then the next thing would unfold, and then the next yes. thing would unfold. And eventually it becomes the bigger thing that you were hoping for, which is like, oh, well, you're gonna start a radio show. <laughs> Nice. Exactly. But you would not have received that as a divine download sitting under the tree. Like this is yeah. what, where people get themselves caught up as well. They're thinking too much. They want it all planned out. They want to say, okay, I need to be, feel safe and secure. So I need to see into the future and know that this is all going to be okay. It doesn't work like that, right? Yeah. We have to trust and action is so important. It's like stepping into that and then seeing what happens next. Yeah. Curiosity, I find, is a good state to go into when I'm faced with a decision that I'm trying to, okay, mm -hmm. does it need to be A and B? Because if I can be in the state of curiosity, it makes me open. Yeah. Whereas if I'm analyzing and doing that kind of stuff, that's where like the fear and the training and the programming like starts to kick in on me. Yes. You know, there's, I mean, one of the great truths in the Bible is ask and you shall receive, but we tend not to ask, right? We tend to jump to conclusions and think, oh, it has to be this way. Well, so or we tend to ask really crappy questions. <laughs> <laughs> Why me? Is that really right. what yeah, you want answered? Very, that's not an expensive question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we are up on our our next break already. And so what I would invite you to do, if you're out there listening, uh, take your pen, take your paper. And um, if there's a decision that you've been sitting with, something that's been bothering you or keeps coming around, like looking for your attention, because that I've noticed is also a, a thing that happens. If you don't catch the hint the first time, it will come around from another source and another source. I would invite you to capture any of these circumstances on your paper and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. 
How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guaranteed, it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America in Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm still here with the amazing and wonderful Melissa Quito. And uh, before we went on the break, we were talking about um, accepting assistance from our angels. What kind of things do our angels, what can they help us with and what can't they do? Mm, That's a great question. Yeah, I mean, so they can help us with so many things. They can help us with timing. That's a really big one because it's like one of those things that they can see from that bird's eye view perspective that's very hard for us to see down here on planet Earth, you know. (laughs) They can help you with, you know, that next step to unfold your purpose. Um, They can help you make a clear decision, you know, what's in my best interest. Uh, They Mm. can help you with priorities, you know, um, they won't interfere with your free will. They won't answer questions that are kind of somebody else's business, right? Everybody ah. has their own angels. Yes. So if you're wanting help with a relationship, whether a family member or a spouse, you can ask your angels to help you with that, but it's going to be your side of the fence. You're not going to find out what they're thinking, <laughs> what they're going to do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of tried to to put my foot over that fence when I first woke up and I was told in no uncertain terms that that's his business, not mine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's really important to avoid the word should when you're asking Mm -hmm. your angels questions, because that kind of implies that there's a right and a wrong answer. And there really isn't, you know, I, I, I have gotten into the habit of using the word optimal. 
Mm -hmm. what, what is optimal in this situation? Yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of like taking into account what I need and what they need and the resources we have available and all of that, what's, what's kind of going to work out nice yeah. for me. And I'll often say, I mean, similar intention there, I'll say like, okay, what's in the best interest of my big picture? right? Because I'm a mother. So sometimes I need to not just think about myself, but, you know, think about my family and what's in the best interest of that bigger picture. Maybe I'm asking about my business and, you know, what would be an offering that people would really resonate with, but I don't know myself, you know, so it's that, that bigger picture perspective that they have. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, so as you're communicating with your angels, how can we begin to like flesh out the conversation? I know I've run into folks who, who will come to me for a reading and they're like, I'm making the decision and I asked for a sign and this is what I got. So is this my sign? What? <laughs> <laughs> what say you to that, Melissa? <laughs> yeah, it's funny how we're like you you get what you ask for and you still don't quite believe it, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, our angels will often communicate symbolically. So, and this is why we have dreams that are symbolic as well. It's kind of the language of spirit. They're communicating the language of energy, right? It's not our planet earth type of communication, right? You will receive words from your angels, but sometimes they are only going to do their 50%. And so this is where people get caught up in religious concepts. Mm -hmm. They think that their angels are going to be, you know, save them or to tell them exactly what they need to do. Mm -hmm. You can think of this like parenting. When, you know, my baby was very little, I had to do mostly things for him. Yeah. And then as they get older, you start having to pull back and allow them to do more for themselves. This is the relationship that your angels have with you. They, they're your mentor. You, they will help you with things that you need help with, but when you don't you have need to, to invite help, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're better off sometimes doing, making your own decision and then just asking your angels for confirmation or mm. am I am in the right place at the right time, you know? Yeah. But it's like people are, that experience you're described, they're looking for out of validation. Like, is this really true? Yeah. And every now and again, I get people email me, can you give me proof of the angels? I say, no, I can't. But it just, it has to be something that you experience for yourself. And if you want something, go for it. Like your angels yeah. are here to back you up and support you, not to tell you what to do. Exactly. Well, and I find that you develop kind of your own language when you're communicating with them. And so I always like to understand what that particular symbol means to the person Yes. before I, I look at, you know, what is it as far as an archetype goes, mm -hmm. because it's much more significant what that hummingbird means to you personally. Absolutely. Yeah. I always say that. It's like, I remember one of the books my mother had was this dream dictionary. Like you have a dream and you look up, a cat means this and a, you know, a dog means that. And it never resonated with me. And I realized that we have our own unique, you know, symbols, what it mostly means to you and your life. So yeah. I've learned that about my dreams. My dreams do tend to be very symbolic and there can be different types of dreams, but you know, if I dream about a person I will say, okay, what does that person represent to me? 
Like my father's actually passed away. So when I dreamed about him, it was a bit of a surprise. It was like, oh my gosh, he's come back to life in this dream. But what I realized was my dad represented to me unconditional love. So that was my symbol, you know, and so our angels will communicate with us through those symbols. And it's up to you then to interpret what does that mean to you? Yeah. Well, and like any communication, you can agree on what something will mean, right? Yes. One if by land, two if by sea, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can, you know, have it be more direct than that as well. So if people, people often want to hear their angels and they want to see their angels. Yeah. Well, there's four different types, right? You might be stronger in feeling. So mm-hmm. go with that. And that's a little less tangible, but it can also be very, very powerful. When I need to make a decision, I actually tune into my feeling gift. It's like, okay, what does, how does this choice feel to me? And how does that choice feel to me? And if the the choice that feels more expansive, more light, more fun, I'll go with that. That is not a logical way to make a decision. It's like tuning into the energy. And these are the kind of messages Mm -hmm. and signs that our angels are giving us. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I know we all have each of these four modes, but one is usually predominant. I'm curious, yes. what is your predominant mode? <laughs> yeah, mine is vision, actually. So um, I'm more visual. I think in pictures. And I've always been that way. I mean, even as we're talking right now, I'm like looking at images in my mind. <laughs> so I can keep my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. So That's beautiful. I love that. And so I find that my angels communicate with me through pictures popping in my mind. So maybe I'll see somebody's face. I'll go, oh, I need to go call that person today. Um, Or I'll even like see a plan. Like this last few days, I've been seeing images of a retreat. And I don't think this retreat is going to happen until like probably six months from now. But I'm starting to see visions of who will be there and the kind of things I want to offer and what the space will look like. And so they're just kind of slowly revealing to me this project and, and what it will look like. You know, I'm, I'm getting those messages visually. Yeah, that's wonderful. I'm, yeah. My, my predominant one is the knowing. Mm, which mm-hmm. which is challenging for a brain oriented person already. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, which which kind of knowing is this, right? <laughs> Took yes. a while to parse that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, one thing I'll say about that personality is like they don't know how they know, they just know. You know, exactly. So, and I yeah. I just go with it. And yes. when I go with it, it's it's perfect. And if I try and second guess it, I will put my foot in it every freaking time. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend is actually that one and he will just find parking spaces like, you know, in the middle of the city. Go, oh, we need a parking space and boom, it shows up. You know, it's like this being in that right place at the right time is natural for someone that trusts their inner knowing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So how about the other two gifts? What does that look like if you're more auditory, for example? Yes. Yeah. So the auditory one I call intuitive or clear audience. And so that person is actually more factual. They just like the what, when, where, why. But the messages from angels will be through words or thoughts, maybe even hearing your name called and there's no one there. And it's sometimes challenging to make a distinction between okay, which thoughts are coming from my angels and which thoughts is really just my mind going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that can be a challenge for that person. Um, But the way to make the distinction is like I was saying earlier is to tune into how does this energy feel? If it just pops in your mind out of nowhere, it's probably coming from spirit. 
Yeah, right? and I, I find the ones that are, are given to me, they come without any kind of a charge. It's like, yes. just the facts, ma'am. And yes. then any emotion that happens, happens later. It's my own reaction to whatever mm -hmm. it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you brought a gift with you today and we're <laughs> getting close to the end of the show and I want to make sure that you're able to offer your gift. Sure. So I have a free resource available. It's called the three steps to communicate with your angels. Nice. Um, and so I think you're going to link to that. It's going to tell people just, you know, these really simple ways that you can start getting in touch with your guides, how you can open yourself to that, um, you know, and start to have that communication because it can just be so helpful and so comforting in your life. Oh, absolutely. And it's hugely helpful to um, get yourself out of one of these situations where it's like, I feel trapped in this job. Yes. Well, you know, if, if you feel like there's no door and, and you've been chained to the floor, I got news for you. There's no ceiling on the room and the shackles are about to get a whole lot looser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, how would it feel to have that support with you? You know, Absolutely. it's just very comforting. It's yeah. hugely, hugely comforting, especially after you start to trust it. Yes. Mine put me through this phase. I called it running at walls. Mm. I would get this intuitive knowing it's like you're supposed to go over there. It looks like a solid brick wall, but okay, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> and I would get up there and there's like this left turn that you couldn't have seen from where I was or the wall uh. just evaporates and and there's a way through. And so wow. it was part of, the, they worked with me really intensely to get me to trust. <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah. That is fabulous. So if you would like to start or facilitate, grow up your, your current connection, expand upon it, you can find Melissa's gift at sovereignself.media, sovereignself.media, M-E-D-I-A. And we've got like a minute left. Do you have a final word of wisdom to someone who's moving into this relationship and starting to get to know their angels a bit more? Yeah, I think it's really helpful just to pay attention. You know, it is so easy. I mean, even I've been on the spiritual path for a long time. I realized the other day, I'm like, oh man, I'm rushing. I'm not really going deep into connecting with my guides or meditating. I'm sort of, I was doing it on a cursory rushing way, like cross yes. off the to-do list, you know? So <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. So pay attention, you know, slow down a little bit, take some deep breaths and notice, okay, what am I feeling? What am I sensing? You know, um, what messages are, are coming to me that you may think is you, but it's actually not. You know, yeah. start paying attention to, to those signs. Are you seeing numbers? Are you seeing angel signs? You know, and um, does that, having that intention of paying attention helps to start to recognize that you're already experiencing all of this stuff. And then now what are you going to do with it? Start making it practical. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me today, Melissa. It's been Thank a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Yay. Yeah. And thank you to everyone who joined us from Listener Land. We love having you here. We do the show for you. Uh, if you have any comments, suggestions, compliments, I take those. Uh, topics you'd like to see, speakers you'd like to hear from, drop me a quick email at askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at 
transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here. 